Hi everyone and welcome to episode four of Orlando Magic UK's Penny for Your Thoughts. Um, I'm joined as always by my friends Mikey Clark and Paul Bacon. Uh, how are you boys? What's your um, Melvin mood? Melvin mood? <laughs> what can I say? Right, um, last night with 45 seconds to go, it was a seven. <laughs> it was the seven. Today, with all the news that we've had and the result last night, it's a little bit less. It's a little bit less, let's be honest. Uh, I'm sure you're going to come to today's big news in a moment. It's not been great start to the day, has it? No, no, it hasn't. How are you, Mikey? Yeah, good. It was definitely a, it was definitely a seven when he knocked that three in last night. I just <laughs> wanted to see Paul's face uh, and, the, and the steal at half court. I just, I just sat there. I knew Paul was just lapping it up last night, weren't you? Mate, he did everything last night that I've criticised him for not doing in the past. <laughs> but there's a, I'm sure there is a reason that I've been given the Celtics to talk about the Celtics game, and it's Melvin. <laughs> so there I will come no... to him in a bit. I will come to him in a bit. There was no reasoning behind that, G, was there? No, none at all. None at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, so in a week where we've clinched a playoff berth, which should be a joyous occasion, um, it's not been the best of weeks for the Orlando Magic, let's be honest. Uh, we've gone 0-4, uh, we've had more injuries to contend with, um, another one just breaking uh, before we started today with Terence Ross leaving the bubble uh, for a personal matter to get some testing done, so he's going to have to quarantine no doubt when he gets back in. Um, so let's jump straight into it. Uh, last Tuesday, we faced the Indiana Pacers. Um, we were all confident of maybe getting one win this week, um, putting a bit more pressure on Brooklyn. Uh, however, that wasn't the case. Um, so the Pacer game ended uh, 120 to 109, um, led by Vucevic, Gordon Ross, who played well for us. Uh, Paul, your breakdown of it, please, sir. Yes, mate. Um, let's just say the damage was done in the uh, opening five minutes. Where what was it? They went on a scoring run. Uh, they got the first ten points unanswered, followed by, and that was part of a nineteen-three um, run of scoring in the first five minutes. The damage was done by halftime. We'd uh, conceded what forty-three points in the in the half. Horrendous. Well, 43-22 in the first quarter. Yep. Mate, that's, that says that's horrendous. You, you can't be putting that up. Uh, the damage was done. TJ Warren, 17 points in the first quarter, 32 on the night. Um, their, their starters were killing us. And then when McConnell came on, he continued it. I know he's not your favourite player by any stretch, G, but he had a night against us. Geraint doesn't have favourite players on other teams. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we heard that last night about uh, Mr Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> we can Let's get not go to that later. <laughs> we'll come to that one later as well, AG. Eh, <laughs> yeah. Um, mate, look, from, from our point of view, the damage was done, as I say, in the first quarter. Um, the effort 
just wasn't there. We didn't play smart. We weren't aggressive. Um, I think the coach, I think Coach Clifford summed it up perfectly well in his quote at the post-game interviews tonight. The whole thing was unacceptable, was his words. Um, it's hard to argue with. We played shocking defence all night. Uh, 18 turnovers. They scored 23 points off of those turnovers. 22 mm. fouls on the night for us, which is horrendous. Now, I will say, now I know G and I watched this live, um, and we weren't happy with some of the, the calls. Certainly, I was getting wound up by I know there's no, no unusual feat for G to be wound up by any of the officials' calls. <laughs> you know, Mike, Mike and I regularly have a bet on how long it's going to take in the first quarter before you criticise It's them. normally within a minute, I think. <laughs> yeah. Anybody who has five minutes in the sweepstake has definitely lost. Outside <laughs> the first two minutes, you're beginning to risk it. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, mate, um, as you say, Vooch, for us, led us with 24, got his usual double-double. AG and Terence Ross both weighed in with 20. But overall, we just weren't good enough on the night. Um, and let's be fair, we've probably got an opportunity to to do something in that game. Uh, I know we were we we were still on, we were still the twenty one down by half time. We, we leveled. We the second quarter was level. We took the third quarter, but mate, we'd left ourselves far too much to do, and we'd given them too much confidence to play with, uh, and. TJ Warren and Turner absolutely killed us. Yeah, we lost Michael Carter Williams as well to a foot injury uh, at the end, the end of the second quarter. So that was absolutely. just the start yep. of uh, things going backwards for us. Um, Welcome yeah, to Hell Week. Yeah, you've picked up on, on all the points there. Um, Mark Alfalls got 10 points, three uh, rebounds, three assists in 22 minutes, short bursts. Uh, the team played well in the second half. I think they, oh, I got my notes here somewhere. We did win uh, the rest of the way after half time by 10. Yep. So, small positives to, to think about. But yeah, like you said, yeah, you just don't know if the Indiana Pacers just pulled their foot off the, off the gas pedal, uh, pardon the pun. Um, but yeah, wasn't a good night at the office. Um, and so we move. A, then to our second game uh, back to back, and that was the Toronto game, uh, which Mike is going to have a quick chat about. Um, the score ended 109 99 in favour of the Toronto Raptors. Now, I'm going to bite my tongue and not <laughs> say anything nasty about Mr. Kyle Lowry, so I'll leave I'll that to Mike. Then. <laughs> oh, I've, got it, I've got it written down, ready. <laughs> We're all weighing in, I think. Um, I think it was a good reminder of how good Toronto are, wasn't it? Um, especially on the defensive end. They held, held us to 35 points in the first half. That was a season low. Um, the first quarter, we just never got anything going, did we? Vooch struggled all game. I think he had 12 points on the night. We, we think back to last season when we played them in the first round of the playoffs. And Vooch just hates playing against Mark Gasol, doesn't he? He just, he's just, he's just not a good matchup for him. Um, he's, he's got a bigger body. He's more physical than Vooch. He can push him off the block. He, he just, it's just not. I, I think, looking ahead slightly to the first round when we're going to play Milwaukee, I think we're all slightly, somewhat relieved we're not playing Toronto. 
especially with Isaac not there. Um, Definitely, I'd agree, Mike, so, 100%. Um, I think that Isaac obviously can match up with Siakam, so with him not there, um, I think we've not necessarily dodged a bullet because we're still playing Milwaukee, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, it just proved that they're not a good matchup for us. I mean, we, we just never got going, did we? Um, we had a bit of a run in the second half. I think we got the lead down to 12 a couple of times. Um, mm. But it never no, really it felt... Seven, Mikey, wasn't it? Was it seven? Sorry. Seven, yeah. Um, but it never really felt we had enough to keep that going and make a real game of it. They were always holding us at arm's length and we just... We never had the extra gear, did we? Um, I mean, a couple of positives, though. Um, Awondu and Clark... Both both have stepped up in the in a few games this week. Um, they combined for thirty one and each made two threes as well. Um, but again, I think it was a bit of a carryover from the Indiana game as well. That the start of the week with the Isaac injury last weekend against the Kings, it just felt we'd come out flat in those first couple of games, didn't it? And we just we gave ourselves too much to do later in the game and, and we can never recover from it. Um, the, the main talking point, though, is going to be the uh, punk play. Shall we put it politely? Cheap but, shot. Uh, cheap shot. Um, when uh, Carl Lowry decided to uh, hack at Gordon on a, on a dunk attempt in the third quarter. Um, I think he left the game. Um, was it a strained hamstring, the way he landed? Yeah. 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 An, an Last hamstring tightness. Yeah, and overstretched that left leg as he landed on the right. Um, I think we all had our head in our hands when we saw he, him go down as well. And you just thought, it's just, we've just had no luck this week, have we? You think how no. quickly this, this last eight days have turned around for us. You think back to the Kings game again, half time at the end of the third quarter, we are absolutely flying. Everybody's, everybody's involved. And then J.I. goes down. It's just, absolutely sucker punched us um, and then like I said MCW went down then AG's gone down it's just been a struggle and not it getting going this week um, and then they sort of picked up against Philly didn't they on, on Friday night yeah. so, but going back Mikey to the, sorry, the Raptor game I did like the fight that the team showed um, mm. although nobody stood up for AG and sort of put a hit on Kyle Lowry, which I kind of wanted, you know, protect your man. Um, they came out and they fought. Um, they won the second half by 10. Again, um, it might have been because Toronto, um, you know, eased off a little bit, but the fight was there. Um, and it was mostly the reserves. Like you picked up on with Gary Clark and Wesley Wonder. Who I have think been, the thing uh, that's missing reserve. from this roster, and I know me and Paul have talked about it before, is we just... We just lack that nasty player, don't we? Like a Patrick Beverly or... A, yep. Or An Yeah, somebody is just not... Doesn't care about putting someone on their backside and making a statement and, and knowing we're not going to be a pushover. And I just think in games like Toronto, um, Embiid did that to us against Philly as well in the second half. We just don't have... Te we just don't have enough... Nasty players, do we? I think the only the only player we have who does that is out, and that's Michael Carter Williams. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's the only one who shows the aggression and brings the fight. And we need somebody to be like that. I also think, in the same vein, we need the coach to be 
for want of a better phrase, more like Nick Nurse, mm -hmm. who is in there in the officials' ears every moment, any call, he's he's standing for his guys. Um, and I that's something that I feel we like. Um, we play the game too nicely, mm. and you don't win playing nicely in this league. No, I think you're right there. Um, if we move on to the Friday night game against the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. Um, so we were facing a, a team with their own injury crisis, with Ben Simmons sitting out. Um, we were missing Michael Carter-Williams and Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac at this point. Um, let's be honest, we didn't expect much, did we? Um, again, Mikey, uh, this one's yours. Yeah, so uh, obviously Ben Simmons was missing for Philly, so that that helped us. But again, we had no Isaac or MCW. Um, Booch and Fournier had a bit of a bounce-back game, didn't they? They combined for 43. Yeah. Um, Fournier's had his critics on one of them. <laughs> um, but it was one of his better games he's played this week. Um Again, we've talked about the two-man game. They, they, there's times in the game when you give the ball to them, you, know, you can play their two-man game and, so, and you can get a bucket from it, but it's not going to work. Um, but I'm going off. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they had a good game. Uh, Terence Rosso was a, was a big problem, wasn't he? He was just throwing up everything. As soon as the ball touched his hands, he went 0 for 10. Um, and it just threw like he couldn't throw a stone in the ocean, could he? It was just right. it, it just stops any flow of the offense, doesn't it? When when T Ross is struggling and and when he's not getting going, the bench really struggles as well, doesn't it? Um yeah. the first half was good. Um I think we were leading at half time. We led at the end of three quarters. The first three um, quarters were good, weren't they? Up yeah. two yeah, going into the yeah, fourth. Absolutely. Um but really it was Joel Embiid set the set the tone in the second half, didn't he? he? Scored 17 of his 23 in the second half. Um, Tobias, one of our uh, old favourites, would we say? Um, certainly a player we wish we still had on guy. the roster. Yeah, um, he went 20, 23 and 15. Um, last time he did that, he was in a magic uniform. So I think it was about six years ago. Last time he did that, um, Alex Burks killed us off the bench with 20. He always does. He, he loves playing against yep. us, doesn't he? Um, but yeah, I think we've. I think it was this was our third game all season. We've we've lost when we've led going into the third quarter. Is it twenty six mm, yeah, and two or twenty six and three that's now? Um, and the game really come down to two things, didn't it? We we gave up too many offensive rebounds, too many second chance points. We we were I thought we were really good defensively for a large part of the game. We we were getting stops. We just couldn't finish the possession off, could we? Um, yeah. And Philly had their opportunities to to have another attempt. Um, and then when the game got tight in the fourth quarter and Philly started to pull away, we just couldn't make shots when it really mattered. Um, and then uh, then we were chasing our tails, then weren't we? And we we just couldn't get back into the game. Yeah, no, you, uh, go on. Go on, Jay. Go on, carry on, mate. Um, yeah, I'm just going to add to that. I thought uh, Ken Birch, superb. Uh, mm -hmm. His defence on Embiid, he was there like a brick wall. Uh, you know, he's not given enough credit, I don't think. Um, Coach Cliff went with nine men. Um, so that was, what, third game in four nights? Something like that. Uh, 
So when it comes to the fourth quarter, we might run out of gas. So sorry, Paul, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say that I think, um, you know, in the predictions last week, Philly was the game that I'd got us winning. Mm. Um, and had we not had the injuries that we that we suffered, that we were faced with on that particular night, I still think we could have uh, got a result. We I still still believe that the Celtics and the 76ers we match up well against. Um, but with the injuries that we were suffering, that Philly game was always going to be tough on defence for us against such a big team. And as Mikey said, we were just killed on the boards. Uh, the other thing that the other player that I thought played well for ourselves was Ennis going for, for 14 points, nine rebounds, nine rebounds, yeah, yeah, against his old team. And and the same with Fultz, I thought Fultz had good spells. DJ had some good spells, in particularly in the third quarter. I think he was responsible for really putting us on a bit of a run in that in that quarter. But uh, DJ's not had the greatest of weeks, has he? Let's be fair. But as you said, for that game, rebounding killed us. And yeah. Ross just had one of them nights. It was, uh, nothing was going for us on, on that one. No, and in fairness, Terrence came out afterwards and said, this one's on me. And in fairness, a couple of the players responded and said, nope, it's a team game, you know, nothing's on you. We win together, we lose together. So that was good to see. Um, right then. Um, last night's game against the, the Leprechaun Celtics. Um, it ended 122-119 overtime. Um, we had a five-point lead with 48.1 seconds left. We were all jumping around our rooms, waking everybody up. Um, go on, Paul. You take it from here, mate. You just said um, out there we were trying desperately not to wake the family up. Um, I think one of us actually failed in that matter didn't we G? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh god, I, I was so into it was like I was there. I was so into that game. Um I mean you going into it, you looked at that starting lineup and I don't think any magic fan thought we'd got much of a hope. Um of our normal of our regular starting five, there was Booch. Um, and that was it. I know DJ started before. I know Ennis has started before. Uh, and can be in the rotation on a regular basis. But of our regular starting five that you go for, if everybody was fit, there is Booch and that was it. I don't know if this is correct, but I've read somewhere today that the five that we had as a starting group, not only had they never started together, mm-hmm. they'd also never been on the court in a game together. Yeah, that's, that's right. I heard that as well. That's an ask for them to go out and perform in the way that they did. Um, you know, you, we were going up against a full-strength Celtics team. And they are a good team, let's be fair to them. They have a very, very good balance. Um, on the night, what, Booch went for his usual double-double. 26 uh, and 11. And 11. Um, Gary Clark. Fair play to the boy. Came in, 15 points, four threes included in that. He really yeah. stepped up. Fultz, uh, 16 points, six rebounds. And assists. And, yeah. and assists, yep. Yeah. 
and don't and let's not forget that chase down block on Kemba that he that he brought that was beautiful defense and then we have to come to the mighty melvin <laughs> <laughs> uh, like i said to you earlier and i said this last night my criticisms of melvin are that when he get he gets meaningless minutes in games we all know that he comes on at those points when the game is either won and comfortable or it's lost and gone and we're, we're resting the starters. My problem is that in those meaningless minutes, he doesn't try and take his opportunity. He doesn't push himself forward. The perfect example of doing that is Ken Birch, 2018, playing in meaningless games. We were already well out. The game, the, by, a lot of the times by the point that he came on along with uh, various other lads from, from the Lakeland side of things, he played his heart out and he got himself a role on the team. And that's my issue with Melvin, that he doesn't seem to do that. He, he doesn't seem to push himself and try. Last night, everything that I criticised him for, he was the complete opposite. He came in, he took his opportunity, he tried. I can live with mistakes. I don't have a problem on a player making mistakes. He's learning the game. Hmm. But he came out and tried and contributed on both ends of the floor. <coughs> he hit the th he hit three. He um, what was and one three. game? Yeah, mate. He he did everything. Oh, I cannot yeah. criticise the lad. Um, but God, that that result hurt. In all honesty, with like you say, forty eight seconds to go, we're five up. Vooch has just hit the hit. The, was it a turnaround three jumper over Tatum? Yeah. And he was a back um, down, yeah. And then, that's it, it was back down, yeah. And then that, what was it? That bloke who's not a star, G? But it was an, it was an offensive <laughs> rebound. <laughs> For it was an offensive rebound. We all having last night. You're going to backtrack um, now, aren't you? Hey? <laughs> no. So for those well, who Kemba don't know... So for those who don't know, Geraint was texting us during the game and he said, Tatum is not a star. Not a superstar. You no, didn't. You said, you said a star. star. <laughs> I meant superstar. So he not. You and said he's better than any player on this roster. At which point he promptly hits five points and takes yeah. to overtime. Which you he were did. yanking the tail, G. Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> you could have almost written the script as soon as you sent that text. It was I know. Like, no, what have you done there? <laughs> I know, this is on me, guys. It. I know. Um, but, yeah, look, um, when it came to overtime, pretty level. Um, and then, God, the last few seconds for us, Jesus. That was, was just terrible. Um, Fultz made the error in dribbling before he called for the timeout, so we can't advance forwards. You know, fair enough. Not a great issue. There's still six, seven seconds left, something of that nature. It's enough time mm -hmm. to get it forward. Uh, but, oh, what a messy play that was. DJ just didn't get it right. Um, thankfully, we still got the shot away. Vooch threw up a reasonably decent effort that hit the iron. But, oh, that was a messy play. It really was. The, pro the, problem, um, was, the problem was on that last play, with not being able to advance the ball, is... 
we needed a three, didn't we, to send him mm. to a second overtime. So all the Celtics were going to do was just guard every man out on the perimeter. They weren't, there, was, there wasn't any space. There was no space for anybody to, to create any room for anybody else with a screen or anything like that. It was, but it was just horrendous, wasn't it? Oh, I, was, mm. I, I, I got a text from uh, one of the friends out in the States who somebody thought we're all, everybody, we're, we're all still really into the game, aren't we, at that point? And this text, somebody talked perfectly. Well, that was disappointing. That's all it said. That's all it said. Yeah. That, it just sums it up. Well, we've had a chance here and we just didn't do anything with it. It really was. But other than that, other than them last few seconds, that was a great effort by every member of the team. And we gave a very, very good Celtics team a hard game and close to being as much as they could handle. We, we we acquitted ourselves well and the lads who came in to cover for the the absences did so particularly well. Fair play to yeah. them. No, brilliant. It's, it's funny no. that you mentioned that, Paul. Sorry, G. But right. I think we all agree we were really happy with the effort for the most part last night. Yeah. And what was baffling was Steve Clifford coming out after the game and saying, I thought it could have been better. Yeah, I and didn't get that. No, I... I that really baffled me. Um, he was, he was. I wouldn't say he's full of praise of DJ. I think he was. I think he was trying to look after him a little bit after the game. But I thought the effort was mo much more than we ever expected, wasn't it? Going into last night's game with the injuries we had, and like I said, going up against a full strength Boston team. No, that's it. Um, one point I was going to pick up on um, was the lineup at the end of the fourth quarter. When um, they'd made the three, we were up two, we had the ball. DJ's got the ball. Markel's on the floor. Um, I'd have rather Markel had the ball and DJ out on the side as yeah. the shooter. Um, I think Markel's better getting to the rim, um, better playmaker, uh, just can do a lot more with it. Um, and unfortunately, we saw DJ take up a lot of the shot clock and uh, run into the tall trees. So it wasn't the best possession and what you guys have said um, about the overtime possession as well um, wasn't right. Um, and I'd have had Markel hit, uh, take that three. He wasn't having a leaning three like Vucevic had. Um, he, he hadn't made one all game, but his numbers were too bad. Let him take the shot. It's a, um, it's a learning process. And, um, you know, going forward, we want him to be taking those kind of shots. So um, mm. that was my little take on it. But no, the athlete was superb, superb. I think we've all also said that we prefer to see Markel with the ball and yeah. DJ to be going to the wing because he, he has got a good three-point shot on him. Yeah. No, that's but it. Hey, that's... it's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's nothing after with the way I can't believe that uh, the Nets have done what they've done. I know, Impressive. I know. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought it? Um, so, just a little quick recap. Then, is there any player for me? The last four days, Gary Clark has been absolutely superb. He's come in, he's filled the role. Um, his defense has been superb. Um, and I was texting you last night during the Boston game in the fourth quarter, and I said, "This fourth quarter, I want five and just five people taking shots for us." That was Vucevic, Augustine, Fultz. 
Gary Clark and Terence Ross. Um, I got that much confidence in in the boys shooting the ball. It's been um, revelation, and I, I hope he sticks around. I hope he sticks around. Any any standouts for you last week, player wise? Uh, I would say I'm going to say Wes. He he always comes in ready to play, doesn't he? Whether he starts or he comes off the bench, if he if he doesn't play two or three games, he I just love that kid's attitude. Um, and I thought he was one of the uh, not standout performers last night, but he's he's just got that energy that he brings to the to the team, doesn't he? So, I yeah, I'll go with I think, Wes. I, think Wes. I also think James Ennis has put in a huge effort in all week. He's played well in every game because we don't run any plays for him. Everything he gets is through his own hard Scrap. work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right, so looking ahead to the week ahead, um, we all didn't do very well on the predictions uh, last week, so we'll just skip over that quite quickly. Yeah, so ignore we that one. Play- yeah, so we have the Brooklyn Nets tomorrow at a very friendly 6pm UK time. That's 1 Eastern for our friends in the States. Um, and the New Orleans Pelicans on Thursday evening. It'll be Friday morning for us. That's been set now at 9 Eastern, 2am GMT. Predictions, boys? I'm going 2-0. Nothing Okay. Really. Even without Terence Ross? Yeah. And everybody Look, else was, is questionable was, for tomorrow. I was, I was going to go... I, th- I thought long and hard. I'd got 2-0 to start with. Then we get the news about T. Ross, and you start thinking, OK, what about... Will we see Evan? Will we risk AG? I hope we don't risk AG, personally. Um, but I, I just think that we can slug it out with them. I think that it might be nice to just send a message that you might have finished above us, but... This is four and zero on the season. So I'm, I'm, I'm going. I, I think. I mean, there's been a lot made of what the Nets have done out of with their injury issues and their absent absentees. They and they have they've done superbly. They've caught a couple of breaks where teams haven't played fully against them. But I think equally now, our injury issues in this past week have equaled their problems. Um, and I just think I, I think we can go out and send them a message. And I think the Pelicans, they're playing for nothing. They're out of the bubble, effectively. Well, they are eliminated, aren't they? So, and I think that we can we can take them. And we'll be cheering loud tomorrow, won't we, Paul? Certainly will. Certainly will. As I think it's fair to, uh, all three of us have got positions on the the fan wall. Yeah. And I think hopefully we're all in the same one. So. It's, it, the cameras will not zoom in on that one. That's going to be far too easy for TV. <laughs> What's your thoughts, Mike? You'll need a parental advice on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go one-one this week. I think I think the Nets are full of confidence. I don't. Think, I can't see yeah. us beating the Nets if I'm honest. Um, I just think we we've just been decimated with injuries, haven't we? And yeah, I don't see us beating the Nets. I think the Pelicans, what are they now? They are uh, they're two games back of Portland, so they're not really, they're not going to catch the they're not going to catch Portland, are they? For the uh, they have, the ninth they, place they have got a zero. They have got an hour at the side of a mate, mate that they're eliminated. Oh, they're out. Okay, yep. so there you go. So they've got nothing to play for. So hopefully we'll see Fultz start on uh, 
on Thursday and, and get into the proper rotation? Because I think Clifford said today there's a plan to bring Fultz back in hopefully soon. So hopefully yeah. that'll happen before the playoffs. So yeah, I'm going to go 1 1. So lose to the Nets, but beat the Pelicans. Okay, I'm going to go 1 1, but the other way. I think we'll beat the Nets just because I think they'll want it more. Um, and Brooklyn might start resting people now as well, even though they've got not many people to rest. Um, I just think New Orleans is a superior team to Brooklyn. Um, and I think that Zion will want to put a show on just to, uh, if, he, if he gets many minutes, um, just so we can, you know, remember what he, what he can do for the off-season. So I'm going to go one-on-one, beat Brooklyn, lose to New Orleans. So that brings us to... Um, so next week, we'll be having a playoff preview show uh, with the playoffs starting on August the 17th. Um, times uh, and dates of the games against Milwaukee have not been decided as yet. So I'm sure we'll drop them in next week. Um, so this brings me to my favourite part of the show. And I know Paul's. <laughs> it, it's the quiz. It's yeah. the quiz. Just another opportunity to embarrass myself. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. You're perfectly capable. Um, so, um, in light of uh, a lot of the team being used this week, um, you know, I won't say any players' names, um, but essentially the Magic have played 71 games this season in total, um, and they've used 19 team members. So I want you to go back and forth, naming one after the other players on the Magic roster this year who have recorded a minute. So I'll let you decide who wants to start. I'll cross them off as we're going along, and we'll see who the winner is. Who have played a minute? Who have, yeah, who have who represented have okay. Magic this year. Yeah, go on then. Do you want go to go then. first, Mikey? Go on then, Booch. Okay, Evan. it's correct. DJ. Sorry, Paul. Evan. DJ. Hang on, hang on, slow down, slow down. So, Vucevic <laughs> was first. Then I said Evan. Okay, yeah. Mikey? DJ. Yeah. Fultz. Of course. BJ. Johnson. Yeah. Um, Vic Law. No. Vic Law is correct. Bamba. Mohamed Bamba is certainly there. How can I not go for my favourite? Melvin. Melvin. He is there. <laughs> Where's the Wundu? The Wundu is there. Kem. Kem Birch is there. MCW. Correct. Have we had Aaron Gordon yet? We haven't. J.I. Yeah. Al Farouk Aminu. Al Farouk Aminu. T. Ross. Correct. Pressure's on, Paul. How many have we got now? Four left. Four? Yeah. DJ. We've had DJ, we've had Mo Kel. 
two of them played last night. Gary Clark. Gary I'm just Clark. working my way through the team here. Yeah. Michael? That was my next go-to. <laughs> uh, oh! <laughs> got one. Got one. There's three left. Yes, I've got three one. Three left. Who am I missing? I'm struggling now. This is what happens when you stay up till quarter to one watching the magic, doesn't it? You want to clear? <laughs> freeze. Go on. Somebody who started last night. Hey, who started last night? Oh Christ! I've got two now. <laughs> I can't believe we missed him out. Yeah. It's even worse, it's obvious. Come on then. Who started last night? DJ Wes Ennis. There you go. Ennis. Back, back yeah. In the game. I'm, I'm two left. Josh McGett. Josh McGett. Oh no. <laughs> for the win. <laughs> this could call for a floss. <laughs> 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 oh no, Josh McJet. No, no, I think I'm Mike, done. Uh, Paul, do you know? Mate, no, I can't come up with it. Can't can't be on the roster now, though. That's what no, I'm he's thinking. It's got to be somewhere has gone that we've waived. Can we just put you out of your misery? Yeah, go. Emile Jefferson. Oh, of course it is. Yes. So no, he did well. He did well. 18 out of 19 points. Fair play. So is in a just a little bit extra. So of the 71 games played this year, Ooh, who yeah. has played the most games? So there's somebody who's played 70, somebody who's played 69, and somebody who's played 66. I know I'm going with. Go on then. Yeah. I'm uh, going with Fultz. Fultz is the correct answer with 70. Want to hazard a guess? Second and third? Vooch. Got to be up there. No, Vucevic played 60. Oh, he, was, he was out injured, wasn't he, for a period? Oh. That's a good question. I would imagine. I guess we've DJ's had a lot of injuries this year. Has DJ been DJ's there? missed a few games. DJ has played 55. He's been out more than you think, hasn't he? Evan? No, because he had the elbow injury, didn't he? Evan played 66. He's third. Okay. AG. What about Kem? No, it's not Kem. Kem has played. I'm really doing well, aren't I? Yeah. Forty-six. <laughs> and who did you say, Mikey? Ag. Ag has played sixty-two. Mm. He he features. He's normally one of the first off the bench. Ross. Oh, T. Ross. Terence Ross. 
Yeah, so Fultz was 70, 69 for Ross, 66 for Fournier. So that wraps up the quiz and the episode. Thank you very much for joining me. Uh, be sure to follow all our social media accounts. Um, we'll be keeping busy. Be more magic moments tomorrow. Um, any feedback, uh, we'd love to hear it. And um, we look forward to your company next week. Thanks and uh, go magic.